Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What is going on everybody? My name is Cotter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how's it going? Going good, Connor. I'd like to dedicate this episode to all of our Canadian listeners. <laughs> no particular reason why. Just, the, the lads deserve a shout out is what I you said. You didn't tell me you were going to do that. No. <laughs> why I? Canada? Because why not Canada? What's I'd your like to shout out all the lads in Zambia. All the boys. Cool. cool. Yeah. Good Good one. Name another country. We, we got a we got a download one from Mauritania. Um, and I, but like I could see that on our stats. This is months ago. And I yeah. genuinely was fascinated how so, like, listening to our fucking like Irish people don't understand us like how the fuck <laughs> it is mad to see like because it looks peek behind the curtain there's a little map that we have on like our podcast dashboard thing it's mad to see where we get downloads from we got nearly four downloads from Ireland this week Sean and only two of them were us checking if the audio was alright <laughs> sounds good sounds good sounds good grand um, grand this is weird news show what do we do here you have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read all of those stories out to me, a man who has been too busy. I've actually been looking at a paper atlas for the last month, week. What? <laughs> if this is your first episode, normally the intros, the, actually, to be honest, they're not better. They're not. They're never better. They're actually they're, normally worse. This is one of the good ones. This is this is above par, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll take it. If this is your first episode, if you could give us a like and review, whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on, it would really help us out, Chad. But... Yeah, if you're from Canada, sound yeah. off in the comments. I mean, <laughs> you're looking for those Canada likes. <laughs> they're worth twice of a regular Irish like. Because they're nice. Because um, they're nice people. So, Sean, we're starting off this week with a follow-up to a story from last week. Oh. And last week we talked about a hero. A man who was setting out to com- to do a bit of a record. And that was for pushing a peanut up a mountain using his nose. I do remember this. This lunatic strapped like a spoon to his face <laughs> and was pushing a peanut up a literal mountain. I forgot he, about this. He wanted to break the very strange record of becoming the fastest man ever to push a peanut up a mountain using his nose. No prize involved, only... 
like Pro- bragging rights, I assume. But to who? <laughs> to, to whom, Connor? I, I got a promotion. I pushed a peanut up a mountain. <laughs> like, I've it, had a baby. I pushed a peanut up a mountain. That, like that's his thing forever. Like he ne- <laughs> once he does this, he never has to do anything else. So he's. I'm presuming this story is either he's what three quarters of the way up at this point, or he fell all the way down. Oh no, man sets record for oh, pushing peanut up mountain using his notion. He has successfully completed his mission, and that means I can only assume he's getting a knighthood. Uh, some sort of hero worship is going to happen. So did he put a big flag up on top? What he did, he got a toothpick and he got the bag that the peanut came in and he fashioned that into a little flag and just popped it on top of the mountain there. So 53-year-old Bob Salem is actually the fourth person to attempt this left-field feat of endurance, as we talked about last week. And it took him a whole day less than the previous record to complete the task. Wow, that's that's a pretty big... Pretty big uh, time save. That he did. did he have any strats? Did he cut any corners? <laughs> How do you strat? Like, well, if you <laughs> flick it really far ahead of you, then there's less less nose work If you work get like involved. what like uh, a proper big spoon, like a cooking one, and yeah. just like make it a little bit bendy, you need a little bit of flex in it, and you just like grab it in the dirt, and you just fuck the peanut up a few steps. What I would do, right, is I would get a spoon that's the height from my nose to the ground. <laughs> And I would just walk the peanut up the step. Up but the if mountain. you remember, there was steps as he was going. Ah, you, Connor, it, it's a, it's an it's an extendable spoon, so I can vary the length on command. You're thinking of a pitching wedge. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this man was playing golf. Sorry, sorry. You got an eagle on this mountain. An um, eagle carried the peanut up. Um, so Salem arrived at the top of Pikes Peak in Colorado on Friday morning, finishing his efforts after a full seven days. However, the previous record was eight days to push the peanut up the mountain. So, I mean, that's what a whole day less. So, but where where does it, like, how, how low can you go with this? Um, I mean, it's a mountain and it's a peanut, so it's it's one of those records that I think only four people have ever attempted, but he's the best of them. But he's doing this in the time that it's like, now this will be the most publicised story about this mm. man pushing a peanut. We're contributing to it. So mm. it's going to inspire copycats, Connor. So, <laughs> it, it like, because he's already, he's forged the path now. So then so I, have, I, I have a question for you. Go ahead. As a copycat or some sort of person who's inspired... Yeah. Do you go to the same mountain with a peanut or do you go to Everest with a smaller peanut? <laughs> I mean, Everest is like, that's the that's the gold star. That's you know, the that's, Super Bowl. <laughs> it's the Super Bowl. If you can do that on Everest, you're like, you're got your ticket into heaven right there. Like you can but, go to Colorado and do it. Like it's possible. But is it possible to do the Alps? I'm not quite sure. No. And like. But like you, you can either you'll either be slower than the guy who did it in Colorado. That mm. that's probably fairly likely if it's your first time attempting this, or you can be the first person ever. You can set the time for Everest. You know, this is me trying to talk someone into it. <laughs> Canadians, Canadians. I've, I've been in your corner for a long time. <laughs> um, explaining his technique, Salem said that he had to do much of the work at night in order to avoid the blistering heat and the many distractions on the mountain. It is Colorado in summer, isn't it? Yeah. He said, when I did it in the daylight, I'd had to stop every 10 minutes, every five minutes, and take some pictures, talk to some people, and do all that kind of stuff. So it kind of dragged on a little bit, to be honest. I mean, that's eating into his time right yeah. there, you know. He's too so big of a star. It's all, it's all about those saves, those frame saves that you can get. Over the course of the week, he reckons that he got through about two dozen peanuts, simply because some of them would fall through cracks in the rocks and be unretrievable. <laughs> You know what? I say reset if that happens. <laughs> Go back like, to the beginning and back start, to the start again. It has to be the same peanut. I, I think so. I think for the dignity of the competition, I feel like you have to do it that way. Yeah, and look, I'm perfectly fine with like you having a little tracker on the peanut or something like that, that you'll never lose it. 
but you can't replace it. That's the a deal. A little sports vest or like a little Apple Watch <laughs> wrapped around the peanut. Just like a little belt around it. Because <laughs> if it's in the shell, it's like then it narrows at the, at the yeah. middle anyway. Yeah. Good thinking. Um, the idea had been that he'd have someone on hand beside him with a backpack and some supplies. But that didn't happen in the end. I mean, I assume because he has no friends. <laughs> no, certainly not after this. <laughs> if he tells the lads at work, <laughs> what are you doing this weekend, lads? I'm honestly taking next week off. You're not going to believe what I'm up to. Doing that nice for your holidays? Uh, Actually, are you around uh, to go up the mountain for seven (laughs) days next week? Do you want to go on a hike hike with me? It's a seven day hike. (laughs) No, I won't be carrying anything, but that's what you're there for. (laughs) Yeah, you're here to carry my stuff. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, he'd hike a bit up the trail with his stuff, then dump it down and head back down before making his way. Oh, that's even worse. That's... So he would get the backpack, he'd walk like, I don't know, half a kilometre up the hill, yeah. or up the mountain, then drop his bag, walk back down the mountain, then get down on his hands and knees with the spoon attached to his fucking nose and flick the peanut back to his bags. No, you could get this done in four days. Easy. <laughs> like, cause he's walking, he's climbing a mountain twice, essentially. Yeah, I mean, this is, I feel like it's a waste of time. Yeah, just... Do, like, ultra-light camping. You know, you have a bag and you have one of those weird foil space blankets. And that's your life for four days. And you have, I don't know, peanut bars to eat or something. You, you, no, he's allergic. He's allergic to peanuts. <laughs> it adds an extra level of danger that you can't touch it yourself. So it's like, it, well, if I touch it, I'm going to die. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's it, it, it helps to establish the rules of, like... Well, he why can't did, pick it up. <laughs> why did I walk my EpiPens up to the top and then come back down? He has to make a choice of, like, there's the EpiPen on one side and the peanut is there on another. And he just, like, starts crying and nudging it along. <laughs> he says, I don't feel sore writing, but I know I lost some weight. I mean, my muscles are fine. How do you train for this? It was just doing the back and forth that really took it out of me. Along the way, he subsisted on a diet of peanuts as well as crackers pop tarts and an old can of survival food from 1964 <laughs> what, what the f- what preparation <laughs> did this man put into it <laughs> what a psycho surely there's things from now that you can buy they still sell tinned goods they still sell tinned goods energy bars that campers bring with them yeah, like You're anything like- spam <laughs> Why would you bring Pop-Tarts? There's no toaster. Oh. There's no toaster. <laughs> He's bringing a generator. <laughs> He's carrying that hat up the He's mountain. He's holding it with him. <laughs> You're bringing like al dente Pop-Tarts for your dinner, like. <laughs> He's cooking himself up like a Michelin star restaurant quality meal every night. Just like, well, look, I have to eat properly if we're going to be yeah. doing this. He's got the cast iron skillets, a couple of them, just so he can vary. <laughs> Um, as he arrived at the top of the mountain, there was a representative of the city on hand to present him with a jewellery box for his final peanut. Salem was presented with two plaques commemorating his effort. Um, and then they say it's definitely one to tell the grandkids about. I mean, I suppose in a way it is. but It is a story that happened to this man. How do you bring that up naturally is really the main thing. Like, it's never going to come up... God, wouldn't it be mad to push a peanut with your nose? Well, I actually have a story about that. Yeah, like everyone in his life is going to get tired of this story before he gets tired of this story. <laughs> so the only one who's ever going to bring it up is going to be him. And it's it's because once your friends reference it a couple of times, it's done. It's over. Yeah. Uh, but if he's the one who's always like, yeah, but you know what I did? It's like, yes, yes, we know. <laughs> <laughs> and like his his wife is like giving birth beside him <laughs> like she's in labour and he's like well do you know what I did last week I don't know if you fucking heard but I mean look we've all done amazing things today <laughs> haven't we <laughs> um, I just I think what makes this amazing is that nobody joined them like he was there for seven fucking days and nobody would say even for one day like a Saturday like oh I'm, yeah. not, in the, I'm not in the office yeah I'll come down and help you for an hour or two he's like no no friends I'm doing this just a full solo he doesn't want any anything brought into question like so all the other lads probably did it solo as well 
that's a good point because I think as we talked about last week, the lads did it, that did it before were like in the seventies and in like the thirties, and yeah, so like, like properly back in the day. And originally yeah. there was just a man pushing it with his nose, like there was no spoon involved. That, that development that back, came he later. He was one of the, the OGs, sport. like he was one of the I, legends of the sport. It's just like when they, I don't know, made <laughs> shin guards necessary in football. <laughs> It's like that time they invented tennis rackets, you know, Here's before thing, that. I knew that was setting you up to do a sport-based reference yeah. to the past, and I knew you didn't have it in you. You set me up, Connor. You set me up. <laughs> I knew in your eyes, you were like, fuck, what do I know about sports? It's like, it's like when I met it so you couldn't smoke on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, that was the worst. That was the worst. That really brought the game into disrepute. That's, that's why I stopped playing, you know. <laughs> we used to have lads in our soccer team that would have like a cigarette at halftime. That's ridiculous. <laughs> They'd be in the, in the team huddle and just like take a big <laughs> slow, long drag and then put it out and go, right, come on, lads, crack on for the second half. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> And we'll feel a bit wheezy. <laughs> Only in Ireland, I love it. <laughs> um, do you think this man should have a statue? Um, should maybe no, a peanut company like set Ooh. up maybe a special peanut just for him? Maybe, maybe they'd like put him as the mascot on their their peanut ba- bags. Bags, oh, yeah. peanuts come in bags. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, yeah, or just put a big statue of a peanut up on top of the. The hill as like a finish line for any future peanut racers. And they just like start to like try and knock it over and bring it back down. Try to open it up and get the giant <laughs> peanut that's contained within. He's obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> so Jean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And I have a story of it's a it's a husband who he feared to tell his wife some. And he he feared because of the repercussions, the 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 chat that he would get back. If he okay. told her, um, did he cheat on her? No, he di- no, he didn't do anything like that. I mean, look, did he, he was in a situation. He was in a situation where something happened, and it was a bit embarrassing, and it got it went on for so long that he couldn't tell his wife for fear of what would happen, and it was. For sure, this is our next weird news story. Man what who feared, his, man who feared his wife refused to tell her he had a water bo- bottle stuck in his arse. <laughs> oh, I mean, you wouldn't, would you? <laughs> How did it get there? Step this question one. <laughs> Why is it up there? <laughs> He's on the ropes already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. How? Okay. What kind of literage are we talking in this water bottle? <laughs> A three litre. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think it was like a normal drinking water bottle, like one you'd carry around, but that's like still mil? awful. That's still large, like sports cap, I hope. Oh, I hope it was like a gym one, like one of the really big ones. <laughs> um, doctors were shocked to find a water bottle stuck in a man's butt after he said to be, he was said to be experiencing abdominal pain, Sean. Well, it would be painful, I Connor, mean, wouldn't it? surely. The f- How? Okay, sorry. I have a very risky play to get okay, this out. Okay. I assume there's still access to the bottom of the water bottle. <laughs> what if <laughs> you puncture it, you let the water out, and you just kind of collapse it? <laughs> <laughs> so he lives his life with a water bottle in his arse. No, you pull it out when it's collapsed because it's considerably uh, smaller then, surely. I mean, yeah, but how are you going to collapse it? What's he going to do? Like, stretch his... You surprise him. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like tense in his arse. <laughs> yeah. Get him to do some exercises. Yeah. Say boo. He'll clench right up. Hulk smash. And just Hulk's- fucking pull it out. Um, <laughs> the 50-year-old was taken to the hospital when his wife became increasingly worried about his lack of appetite, his constipation and his cramps. So she knew something was up, but she just thought he was sick. Yeah, and be, being a, a loving partner, took him to the hospital and was yeah. like, let's get this scene to, you know? The, the man remained quiet about his painful secret due to being filled with embarrassment and fear of his wife. So How long certain, was this going on, though? I this We don't know, Sean. So it turns out it was the CT scan revealed a 19-centimetre bottle wedged in his arse. What? <laughs> what? I'm going to get an inch conversion for our international friends. Is that like 10 friends. inches? 
Uh, seven and a half inch. No, seven and a half inch ball in his arse. What the fuck? How? <laughs> What's the brand? I need to see this bottle. Do they give the brand? They probably don't. I mean, they they, surely the brand don't want to be associated with this, Sean. Bottle stuck in... But I'm going to put news out. story so it doesn't look like I'm asking for help. <laughs> doesn't look like you're looking for videos. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've seen some videos. Oh, I've seen some videos. <laughs> I mean, plastic, surely, right? I, If it was one of those, like, ro- like hard plastic ones that you get in the gym that, like, are formed, that's... Yeah. Oh, boys, that's rough. That's rough. That is yeah. rough. You want, like, a... What's the, what's the dream water bottle to get stuck up you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a really really small one I can only assume yeah Evian maybe Evian's a pretty neutral shape yeah but like maybe a 250 milliliter bottle oh yeah like the ones they give you in hotels like to just yeah. fucking yeah, how, how, yeah. how much could you fit into a 19 centimetre bottle seven like I, I, I think that's like a 500 mil like depends on the width Connor is looking at bottles around his room now. At the I am. I'm, I'm like measuring one of them. I'm like, that's a yeah. Five hundred milliliter bottle. I, I have a five hundred milliliter beside me, and it looks like it could be around that. That's fair. I've got my reusable one here, but it's got a weird shape. I hope on it's it. one of them. I hope it's one of them. Like has the little pop up thing at the front. The little top. flicky thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, here's the thing, Sean. Rectal foreign body insertions. Oh, Sean's had a reaction. Yes, I found it. You found I the CT found scan. The bottle. Yeah, it's glass. Oh fuck off! Oh fuck off! How could you be so ridiculously dumb? I mean, why? And what is this? What is this brand? It's a glass. It's, it's like Rune. soldier. I'd say the brand is ruined, Sean. It's, oh, the brand is like, they are yeah. distancing themselves from this, yeah. I'll be honest. Uh, it, look, they don't name the brand, but it's like a green glass bottle. Oh my God. With, I want to say Japanese lettering on it. Kanji. Luckily, not sure. luckily for the man, medics were able to extract the water bottle without surgery. They slowly removed the bottle without causing any damage to the intestine. How? <laughs> How? <laughs> slowly and carefully. Slowly imagine. and carefully. Like, people have put bigger things up there, but, like, it's... <laughs> it's... They're usually designed for such an act. Yeah, I mean, normally, like, they're they're designed for that act. This is... Water bottles, I can only assume, are not designed to be used in this way. Unless no. he's bare grills in it. But even then, like, he's missed his mouth by a good while. A good bit, I, like. Like, yeah. What, does he give... Like, is there a reason? Because they always have a reason. Whether they fell on it or whether it was a dare, or anything. Well, here's the thing. We don't have a reason. All we know is that he went in terrified of his wife, and he refused to give any further interviews. <laughs> it don't happen. Oh. I mean, you wouldn't. Would, you wouldn't give interviews about this, surely. <laughs> um, he'd also put the bottle in bottom first. Which Bottom the, first, which would be the widest bit. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, uh, it went, we went wide end first, so that it would narrow towards the end. So he'd have grip to pull it back out. But surely that's just gonna like. Oh no! Look, <laughs> I, this is a family show. This is a family show, ladies and gentlemen. Much as we swear and talk about absolute filth, this is a family show. I just show. feel like I love the fact that he did it and then he's like, fuck, I can't tell her. How long did he did he have to walk around? Like, I'm assuming like only a few hours. If it's a week, that's oh, hilarious. Connor, if this goes beyond an hour, it's fucked. <laughs> like if he's done it upstairs and then she's like, oh, I'm after cooking some small dinner if you want some. And he's like, oh, I'm not very hungry. And she's like, oh, honey, you your new well? boss is over for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it had to have gone on for a while because, here's my theory, he comes down and he says, oh, I'm not feeling great. I've got a big constipation, whatever. Yeah. You don't go to the hospital that day one. You're like, oh, well, you're just not feeling well. That's fair enough. I mean, just go to bed. But it have to be like three days in a row where like, oh, I'm just, I just can't yeah, eat It's anything. not going away. Like I, it's... I don't feel great. 
at that point do you look at your loved one and you say we're going to the hospital because you're just looking out for them you just want yeah. the best if I can we make a pact right now that if I ever ring you and I'm like Connor I have a problem and you're the only man for the job that we keep it secret from everyone else <laughs> I'd say turn on your mic <laughs> oh shit <laughs> we keep this secret what is going me on? And you. <laughs> go on just me you and the pod <laughs> I mean what do you do at that point I don't know but like what's going through this man's head yeah while his wife is like oh we'll try this medicine or whatever Be- like this because that's the best bit of the whole thing is that he sit he knows he's well aware oh, of what's going on could we not be <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's very well aware of what's causing it but he's also like doesn't want to tip his hand he doesn't want to show that he knows so he's like oh phew, maybe it's something he just work its um, way out like I mean to his credit, actually, because it went in base first, it's primed for exit, you know? It is, but he couldn't like, get it out. He couldn't get it out, but it, was he trying hard enough, do you know? <laughs> I, think hard certain, you? I think <laughs> at a certain point it's a lost cause. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. And, like, how do you do it? Like, cause, cause if it's, like, an ensuite bathroom is what I'm imagining... <laughs> And he's just sitting on the toilet for like half an hour and all of a sudden his wife in the bedroom just hears a dull clink of glass against porcelain. And a, and a massive sigh of relief. It's like a bottle bank. <laughs> she, she, she's reading her book in the bedroom and it just sounds like a fucking bottle bank's after opening next to... What the f- What is, is that? Someone, is, is someone proposing a toast? Someone's after getting rid of a load of jam jars next door. What the <laughs> fuck is that? Jesus Christ. And her husband comes out and he looks just... He's the happiest man oh, in the he's world. Still, he's light as a feather, lad. He's just genuinely floating. Do you want to, you want to go on holidays? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean that poor man um, they eventually got it out it was all okay but I just love the fact he's like oh, I have to tell her at a certain point I have to tell her or I bet he didn't tell her and the doctors told her like she's waiting for him yeah and they're like you know there's a bottle up his arse <laughs> he's like he's negotiating with the doctors just like please yeah what can I do to avoid... It's like, Don't legally, we have her. to tell her, sir. <laughs> Don't fucking tell her. Sir, no, come on now, lads. Come on. You're actually you're going to embarrass the fuck. I'll let you. you keep the bottle. I'll let you keep the bottle. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> or definitely telling her now. Yeah. <laughs> or was it like... You know, they did, the doctors didn't tell her, but they're driving home. And he's like... She's like, what happened? What was it? What was wrong yeah. with you? He's like, it's nothing. Don't worry about no. it. It's grand. It's grand. It's just the bug. Grand, Stomach right? bug. Shut up, right? I have this bottle of water already. I'll have a drink. Go on, now go throw the recycling out, will you? <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to move on from that man's misery um, to another story that just, I mean, I just like a bit of shithousery, so it just made me laugh. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of controversy this week over a sporting event, possibly one of the greatest sporting events of the year. Um oh. Mom pushed over by parent in sports day race, declares war after needing first aid. <laughs> Holy shit. Was it on purpose? Oh, there's a video, Sean, and it oh, is amazing. Go. And it's... Goodbye, it bottle made, tab. It Hello. made me laugh. Um, when it comes to a school sports day, it seems it's not just the children who end up getting competitive. A mom has shared how she was pushed over by a fellow parent during one race, which resulted in her needing first aid. Um, so this is a race in Coventry. And mm-hmm. as you know, parents might get involved in a race Ted the year. And so the parents, the two mothers are in the race beside each other. It's neck and neck going into the final turn. And just yeah. as it looks like Chelsea Walford is about to win, Katie McDermott, who's just behind her in second, very clearly and obviously sticks that right arm out and says, fuck off <laughs> to the back of Jesus. Her. I'm 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 imminently about to watch the video. I was watching an ad for Snickers just now. Oh, good. Uh, okay, so they're going backwards and forwards. Backwards and forwards. It's like a relay kind of a thing. That it's they're, a relay. And when oh! they come back, <laughs> Jesus, lads. Okay, okay, okay. Here it comes. Three, two, one. It's a full-on like elbow out of the way as well. Look. 
a win's a win shot, right? I mean, ah, win if can you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. That has got to be the mantra. I was once in a sports day. And I knew this story uh, was going to come. <laughs> I knew it. Go on. I don't. I, no, I just. I. I have very. I, I like. I have very weird memories of sports day because one, I remember doing a cartwheel and just stopping halfway and falling on my head. <laughs> the other one that I have is that. Uh, you can't just skip over that. I just you don't just need a handstand. If you did a halfway cartwheel, is no, because I intended to do a cartwheel, but something what, in me just stopped. Your body just went limp. After yeah. halfway around, just drops, you know. Gravity that doesn't make any sense. I don't. It's fucking, you're telling me. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then I was in the egg and spoon race, and yeah. one of the teachers was just fucking walking backwards and forwards across across the egg and spoon track, oh, asking for trouble. Yeah, and I just ran straight into him. Yeah, and I fell over. Little did I know, Connor, my oh. egg had gotten damaged, but a hard boiled egg, you know, it's fairly resilient. Yeah. And it had landed and the spoon had went down on it. So it was now the perfect shape of the spoon. There was no more balance and needed. Oh, fuck. So I sprinted and I came in third. So pretty good, I would say. <laughs> Is it? Is it yeah. Well, I had, and, I had fucking ran into a teacher and knocked over. Yeah, and, and you were ground. 19 at that time, weren't you? This was my final year of college. Uh, <laughs> And after the cartwheel incident of the year before, you oh, were hoping to get some cred back. All eyes were on me at that yeah, point. It was mine to looking. lose. People <laughs> were looking, John. Um, I can't really remember any sports days. Um, you were probably good at it, though. No, I probably, I think I probably just didn't go. I probably just went home. Actually, here's another one. Is that one year in the sports day, uh, my friend was in charge of making out like the spreadsheet of all the students who were at that the teachers would take off. Uh, and I didn't want to go, so I got him to take my name off of the spreadsheet, mm. uh, and then just I just took the day off school, and it was never brought up, and it was great. So here's what you do: lie, lie to your teachers, <laughs> and if they ask, lie again. Just keep lying, and then the more lies you tell, the more extravagant they become, and just oh. continuously lie. Lie so much that even you can't remember. Like, you literally don't even know your own name. You don't know no. their name. You just start calling them Jim. Like, just light a name in their face. Just gaslight them. G- gaslight them. Get, let it, get it to the point that you know everyone around the town, but you can't remember their name, so you call everyone, Hey, bud, how's it going? <laughs> you told me I didn't have to go. Say that over and over again until they go, Fuck, maybe we told them we didn't have to go. You said I won. You said I won already. And it wouldn't be fair if I turned up. Um, I, just, I remember we had like a, um, a football or a soccer tournament every year where like yeah. you had to pick your same five teams and I lost the final five years in a row. Um, Jesus, man. And then we, we always got to the final and then the, the other team were like other guys from our like school year. And yeah. there was Irish soccer internationals on their team, like, at, like, under 17's level. And so, like, we always kicked the shit out of everyone who was shit. And then we always got to the final. And then all these lads were, like, tugging out for professional teams. Like, one of them, I think, was, like, playing in England and came back. To do the sports. <laughs> he was like, oh, I'll come back for a day. Just, and, it's like the end of dodgeball. <laughs> like, <yeah. it's> like, <laughs> they got lasers and lasers and all kinds of lasers. We didn't have a hope. You're a bunch of average Joes. Yeah, we, we, I think we won. I think we won the very last year because they didn't show up, and then we kicked the <laughs> shit out of everyone. <laughs> but Suddenly, I just had you trauma. were the bullies. <laughs> yeah, then we were the bullies, and it was fun. But up until that point, I just remember every year getting to the final, going, "Oh, we are about oh, to get the shit kicked out of us." <laughs> This is going to be a rough 90 minutes, please. <laughs> Me running around and they're like, running around with their Irish kits on, just like, I think we're all right, actually. We're actually pretty good at this. <laughs> yeah, they're off for a smoke on the sidelines. <laughs> they could have been, and they still would have won by like 4-0. <laughs> um, so the incident occurred on camera, and Chelsea was has since joked that she'll be getting her own back. Uh, next year she has declared that it is war, Sean. She's going to fucking murder this I mean, I'd take a turn up with a, maybe a small knife, maybe a... No, because it, it can't be something you can be arrested for. Oh, that's true. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do you do? Do you, you organise some sort of string to run across the track, like an invisible string that only you know about? Oh, that's pretty good, actually. And you, or, or it's like it's, mm. and it's like a tripwire and then it's hooked up to a rope and there's a tree hung down and there's a lot of tension in that tree. So when she runs over it, 
Yeah. She's up above. Suddenly, shout, oh, look, a pinata. All the kids come over, start baiting the shit out of her with sticks. <laughs> I just, I did that video, by the way, just, just, it tickled me, Sean. I just enjoy the fact that these pairs are like, I have to win. This is a sports day and I'm yeah. here to kick the shit out of everyone. I don't think you should, I don't think parents should be involved in sports day. No, like, they I, I feel watch, like, but. yeah, I think watch, but I think maybe take a step back at that point because yeah. you'll just end kids. up tripping a kid and it just leads to a whole host of other problems. Yeah, and then it's like it's a, the, then like that's how like those kids like if, if that if those two mams if their kids are friends that's real awkward from now on you know <laughs> you've ruined that <laughs> for everyone. Like, are you going over to Chelsea? Um, or are you going over to Sarah's mother's place? Are you that fucking bitch? Yeah, fucking watch out, watch bitch. out! Don't let her get on your left. You know, oh, fuck. <laughs> she fucking deck you. So there's a look at you. So she will. So she will. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> um, I you do the cat wheel and stop it halfway through makes me laugh. I don't know why. Um, just, but it, tell me you can't imagine. Only it. you. No, I can only imagine you doing that. Nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're moving on to Houston, and that is Houston man buys face mask then wears it while robbing same store <laughs> so he's on the camera buying it surely <laughs> oh he is yes authorities need your help locating a man that bought a face mask at a convenience store then used it to rob the same store five minutes later the Houston Police Department said the aggravated robbery happened last week around 4am in the morning the man walked into a convenience store um, on Cullen Boulevard, everyone's favourite boulevard. Everyone's favourite uh, Twilight Boulevard. Uh, officials stated he pretended to be a customer. He bought a face mask. Then, so technically he was a customer. That is literally a customer. <laughs> um, he bought a face mask, then hung around the store for another few minutes until all of the other customers left. According to the reports, while he waited around, the the clerk walked from behind the cash register to the front of the store to restock merchandise, which is what you would do. He's doing his job. Okay. Yeah. Um, Security footage from the store showed the clerk walking back towards the cash register area. The man then put on the face mask he had just bought and pulled out a gun from his waistband, the authority said. The footage showed the man using the gun to force the clerk to unlock the enclosed area where the cash register was. Um, He started demanding money, the clerk placed the money in the bag, and the man ran out of the store in an unknown direction. We've all been robbed before, Connor. We all get the gist, but the main thing is that they still have not caught him. Um, But he is caught on camera maskless 30 seconds before, and Mm. then he's like, well... Better suit up for the old crime. <laughs> do, do, do we see him putting the mask on, or does yes. he like go out of? Oh, that's even. I thought maybe, maybe he had gone out of frame. No, he's still in the store when he puts the mask on. What's the point? Like, and the guy had just like seen him like ten seconds earlier yeah, when he like they, gave it to him. They had little chit chats at the register. Yeah. I'm sure it's four a.m. So what do you talk about? But like at the same time, how's your day? Good. How are you, man? Yeah, good. Well, late one tonight? What late, time do you late finish? One. Yeah. What time do you finish? Oh, with 24 hours. Oh, that's terrible. Do you sell bounty bars? <laughs> I'm being a first interaction. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I always thought going into like a shop and buying a single bounty bar and paying with cash would be the weirdest thing anyone could possibly Oh, yeah. What is the strangest thing you could buy that is, you could only just buy that. And you, it's an individual item. Maybe like yeah. one, like a ma- packet of matches. No, that's, see, that's kind of normal. People might buy them just to, you know, they might need them. Now, if you get, because you know, you know, the, you know exactly the matches I'm talking about. They're yellow Cara matches in Ireland. Uh, they come in an eight pack. If you go up to the counter and say, can I buy one of these? Yeah, if you buy one match. (laughs) That's odd. (laughs) Oh, that's actually a very good question of like, what's the strangest thing you can buy as a single individual thing in a shop that leads to the police maybe having an eye on you? Just being like, I don't know what the fuck he's up to, but he's up to some weird shit. Yeah, it's it's, it's one... It's one product, but I bought two of them. Is that I once bought uh, two five liters of bleach, 
Uh, and I got funny looks because I was just walking through town carrying them. This was at the height of COVID, by the one way. One cabbage. <laughs> one cabbage. Interesting. Or maybe, I don't know if they have them everywhere, a Freddo bar? Like, you just go in and buy one Freddo bar. See, yeah, see, Freddo bar is canonically uh, the cheapest chocolate bar you can buy in it's Ireland. It's like tw- 30 cent. Used, so to like, be, used to be five, and then inflation happened. The bastards. But, the bastards, indeed. But I think, scale it, because if you buy a Freddo with a euro coin, not that weird. If you buy 50. a Freddo and you have to break a 50, <laughs> suddenly you're a psychopath. Like, you walk in and buy something. Can I just um, have uh, 10 cent in uh, sweets, please? Can I have five two cent sweets in a bag? Yeah. Um, and and uh, can I break this 50? Thanks very much. Yeah, that's that's lovely. Can I give you a check? Can I? No. Writing a check. <laughs> Paying for anything by check makes you makes you a little in bit like a sus. petrol station. <laughs> yeah, or in like in, in, like going to like Aldi and paying by check. What happens there? But it's only buying one carrot. Only buying one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one carrot, writing the check, and then uh, you brought your own bag. Even weirder. Oh, you no, know, you bring two bags. <laughs> Chop the carrot in half. Pop it in each bag. Walk out. <laughs> Just fuck with someone's day completely. There's, what the fuck? There's a trend going around on TikTok that I saw, and it's people. You, you, I, I think at like checkouts in America, they have the thing that weighs the fruit and the veg and all that. Yeah. So they're just going up with like a single grape, and just being oh. like, "Can I have that, please?" And it doesn't. Pay, and uh, usually it doesn't get picked up. The other day, some lad had to pay two cent for a grape. It was oh, hilarious. Fuck. Oh fuck! You know? Ah, uh, yeah. That's going to lead to hijinks. That's that that that's what we we're not in favour of hijinks. We're in favour of shit houseery, Connor. Yeah, like I I want people to have their day ruined. Hijinks just leads to maybe you're just having fun on your own. I don't that's like that. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Also, don't be mean to like retail and service workers. No, no. Be always nice to those people. Yeah, <laughs> because we were those people. Okay, <laughs> and people were not nice. You know what annoys me is that we're, when we go back to the office for work, right? Yeah. There's people there that are cleaning the office. And people don't say hello to them. Oh. I'm like, dude, say hello to them. So the fuck? Have a chat. Like, yeah. the, it's it's so weird that's not a common thing to do. I don't understand like, it. I'm like, the, last week, I held the door open because I was walking through. And I was like, oh yeah, just, do you want to come in? And like, the person, the cleaner's face was genuinely like, she, she was so happy that I had recognised that she was coming through. She's like, yeah. And I was just like, but sure, like... I would have done it for everyone else. <laughs> so yeah. Just like, are you coming true? No. I'm the, the same. And like, the, like the, the guy who cleans where I work, like, uh, I, I'm quite friendly with him because I come into work really early and he's always there really early as well. But I don't know my way. I don't know where people sit in the office because I, like, I'm barely in there. So, uh, anytime I need someone, I just go over to him. It's like, do you know where this person sits? He's like, yeah, come on. And he just like walks me to where I oh, need to go. They know everything. They know yeah. fucking everything. <laughs> Like, I just, just be nice. Be nice to everyone. Like, be nice to everyone. Statement. Unless you're like, a dickhead. Don't be nice to them. Don't be nice to dickheads, but everything in between, do it. Yeah, go on. Um, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And I'm kind of weighing it up. Do we? I think we should go Florida, because I have two okay. Florida man stories. Um, I had a different story about Elon Musk, because I thought might annoy you. But mm, I, I feel like it's a longer me. one. And so we might get to it next week. About how his father made his riches in illegal diamond mines, <laughs> emerald mines. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> and isn't his like his granddad now also his uncle or some shit? Some shit like that. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole bullshit thing. Um, Florida man accidentally kills neighbor's rooster and then claims self-defense. Oh, mm. we've never had this in in yeah. an animal-based story. <laughs> First of all, rip to that rooster, I guess. Rip to the uh, rooster. We want to say that out first. But Florida man, why he's made it onto the show this week is his reaction to the story. Because we have an exclusive sit-down interview with this Florida man. As he gave an interview. <laughs> oh, we have an interview. Not maybe us personally. But I have the remnants of an interview that he okay. gave to the local news station. Um, right. So, a Florida man is facing animal cruelty charges after investigators said he killed his neighbour's pet rooster. Jacksonville resident James Nix uh, told the news he was checking his mail last week when his neighbour's rooster began attacking him. So, this is a story, okay. Sean. 
I just check my mail and I turn around and I and I go and I hear bang 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 and I turn around and there's a chicken out there in the street. I mean, did the chicken have a gun? I, I don't know. I said, "Oh boy, here we go." <laughs> This same shit, different day, am I right? <laughs> turn around, and then turn around, I walk to my place. Bang, 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 bang. Now the chicken's in my yard. Now its neck flares up. Nick said he picked up a stick in the yard, and he tried to defend himself when the rooster attacked, and he hit it in self-defense. But with the rooster jumping at him, he accidentally knocked the bird in the head, killing it mid-swing. Oh, that is tough. Mm. I mean, oh man, look, I'm never on the side of animal cruelty. Give him animal manslaughter, maybe, because he didn't intend to kill that rooster. Well, why this story is in this week is for his very next line, because he says, I didn't know to give it a 21 gun salute. Do I give it CPR, mouth to mouth, or, you know, or call the chicken ambulance? <laughs> <laughs> Now's not the time for jokes, sir. <laughs> chicken Florida, is dead. Florida man has done so, but this might be the first time he's like, fuck, do I call the chicken ambulance? No, because this, like, this, this seems like an unwitting Florida man, but he had no intention of Florida manning today. No, he's just he like, just got drawn it, into this situation. Like, he was just checking his mail. He comes back, he gets attacked by an animal, and he's like, oh, fuck it up, get the fuck off me. Accidentally kills it. And is now like, do I give it CPR mouth to mouth, or do I like call it an ambulance here? A chicken ambulance. And a chicken, a not a not a human watch. What's the fuck? What are they gonna do? How like did he go over to the neighbor and explain himself, or did he like get? Because if he tried to get rid of the body, then it's a whole different. So thing. here's the thing, Sean. Uh, his neighbor James Defelice doesn't believe the story. He thinks Nick's killed his pet on purpose. Uh, he says, I didn't see my rooster at first, so I knew something was up, because he would always come chase me. I mean, James, surely like that, that explanation kind of story was kind of game away. Um, then I went into Nix's yard, and I yelled at him, and he finally came out, and he admitted that he had killed him. He seemed really sad, but I didn't believe him. James. James you're not helping your case just, here, man. Like, you're giving... Information. I'm on the side of Nick's at the minute here. <laughs> he said then children in the neighbourhood told him that Nick's was seen across the, stri- uh, across the street with the rooster in his yard with a stick in his hand. I mean, that does correlate with what we've heard from Nick's. The stories are lining up so far. Mm. But was the chicken innocently standing in the yard in one <laughs> Just having a smoke. <laughs> Just... He's just like he's playing cards, like he's dealing them out. He's doing patience. <laughs> um, he called the sheriff's office and then contacted animal control. Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me, Nick said. <laughs> Nick has this wild, fantastical view of chicken society, where there's like ambulances and police I operators. I think he's seen Zootopia one too many times. He's just like, this is how it works. It's like Toy Story. When you're not looking, this is what the animals get up to. After animal control officers investigated, Nix was arrested for animal cruelty and spent 10 hours in jail. So, just one night in jail. Um, He said he still doesn't understand why his neighbour called the law enforcement on him because (laughs) over a dead rooster. Because... And this is his finishing line. Nix, I think, might be one of my favourite Florida men we've had. He says, chickens die every day, people. <laughs> At churches, Popeyes, Kentucky Fried Chicken, really. <laughs> like, every day. I mean, he's not entirely wrong. <laughs> it's it's not the most airtight argument. Like, <laughs> no, I don't know if the judge is going to hear him all the way out. But I think there's there's a remnants of an argument there to be like, look... I, I just defended myself. I'd like, chickens die every day. But you could say that about people. <laughs> like, I shot them in the head, but like, people die every day. Yeah, like, killing is still killing, but... Yeah. If, like, I'd be honest, if a chicken's coming at me, Connor, I'm going to mm. swing for him. This, this, see, here's the thing. You, you kind of have to go for it, don't you? Y- yeah, because... And it's not even like, I wouldn't consciously be like, I'm going to kill that chicken. Mm. But like, if I have a if a chicken's coming at me and I suddenly see a stick and I'm like Grant and I swing it and I, like, I'm I'm not saying go out and kill chickens. I'm just saying I see what happened. Sounds here. an awful lot like you're going saying go kill chickens. A friend of mine was chased by a rooster once. We went on a trip to a farm, and, and uh, 
rooster got out of its little fence. And, and is the friend dead? Yeah, yeah, we left him there. <laughs> rooster property now. <laughs> he came back in his remains. All his bones are just there. He was wearing his skull as like a little chicken helmet. Oh, you hate to see it. No, um, it cool though. Yeah, I bet it did. No, I, you hear those stories of like monkeys, like pet monkeys, like ripping people's faces off. Like, oh yeah, like they're animals at the end of the day. Like they, they don't give a fuck. Like yeah, I, I think I read a story a while back of like the woman who had this monkey from since it was like three days old. And, yeah. like, then her friend came over after, like, ten years and the monkey, like, ripped the woman's hair out and, like, beat the shit out of her. Because, like, yeah. it's an animal. So it doesn't yeah. understand. No, it doesn't understand. And they're also, like, pure muscle as well. Like, they are freakishly strong. Yeah. So, like, they'll rip your arm off as well. Like, so, I mean, if it's rooster attacks and you get lucky with a swing, I don't know what Nix is to do here. Do we believe Nix or do we believe James? I think James wants to hate Nix. Is the thing. I think they've had a fallen out before. But Nix has been nothing but... Like, he was thinking of nothing but, like, how do I fix this? For Like, that was his immediate reaction. He said the chicken ambulance. <laughs> he said the chicken ambulance thing. And we like that here on the show. I think Nix comes across as a bit of a character. I think James doesn't like Nix because he might be a bit mouty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Nix definitely has, like, parties and, like, barbecues for the whole street. Yeah. And, and like, so... I- I, I mean, Nick's defense of, I mean, there's a KFC down the road. Don't blame me. That's weak. That's dead. weak, Nick's. Mm. But like, I can see where his logic is because he just got he just got lucky with a swing. Yeah, or, or he got unlucky with a swing, Connor. That's how I would put it. As oh, well, he saved his life. <laughs> he did. He got to live. He got to mm. like a chicken will poke your eyes out if it gets yeah, a chance. Exactly. You know? Um, we're finishing off this week with Florida Man Sean as Florida Man loses pants in Manhunt, continues his escape while naked. <laughs> Many ways he's much faster now. Florida Manhunt took an odd turn when a man jumped into Su- the Suwannee River, lost his pants and continued his escape while naked, the police say. Um, a manhunt in North Florida took the odd turn. It happened Saturday um, July last week and the 50 year old suspect was wanted for showing up at someone's home in Bradford and refusing to leave um, <laughs> Bradford is 85 miles southwest of Jacksonville that's fair enough two deputies <laughs> arrived at the rural home um, and to find the suspect had taken off running while only wearing a pair of shorts ok so no shoes no socks no shirt no, no. service I suppose just <laughs> Deputy Pete Marola gave chase until the suspect jumped in the river and began swimming away towards a floating dock and then hid underneath it. Um, Deputy Zimmerman soon joined Deputy Marola and the pair ordered him to come out, which he did, only to swim away again. Oh, you've got us this time, Florida man. <laughs> As the suspect was swimming away, he lost his shorts. And he was now skinny dipping in the river until he became to an even larger U-shaped dock and hid underneath that. The deputies then played hide and seek with the suspect for a couple of hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like the idea that there's like a murder happening down the street. And it's like, nah, we have this guy. Come out. Marco. Come on. <laughs> um, as he appeared and disappeared under the dock over and over again. Eventually, he decided to make a break for it. And he began swimming across the river to the other side. But Deputy Zimmerman, with the assistance of the dock owner, chased after him in a boat. <laughs> I mean, you're not outrunning this one, buddy, I'll be honest. Um, they captured him on the other riverbank and eventually they got him and they put, they gave him a towel to cover himself. Um, he was charged with resisting arrest without violence and failure to appear in court. Uh, but, Sean, here's the thing. Florida man, he gets away. He realises, I've got nothing on. This is embarrassing. I'm going to chill underneath this dock for the rest of my life. And yeah. I think that's the best plan. I'm a dock person now. <laughs> I'm a dock person. Um, and I love the fact that he's hiding underneath and they never go in to get him. They're just like, come on, There's, stop. But like, he's not going to stay there forever because he'll, like, he'll, he'll get all pruney. He'll tucker himself out. He'll tucker himself out. He can't tread water forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, like, I, 
what? Say the police did leave. Is he just going to ask someone for clothes? <laughs> yeah, he's trying to outlast the police, but they're on land and he's they're swimming. La- they're happy. They're by the river on a nice like, summer's just, day. They're just like eating an ice cream. <laughs> like looking they're at taking him. it in shifts to go get like smoothies and stuff. <laughs> and he's just like, you'll never get me, boys. I'm underneath my dock. Ha ha ha. They hear him giggling the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know I'm here. Um, and he somehow lost his underwear mid-swim, which I don't understand. I, t- I think he lost it like it was shorts he was wearing. I think there was no underwear involved, Connor. Ah. So, but the shorts slipped off. Clearly and and he, the, at that point, is like they weighed too much. Like they had done too much soakage. They were weighing yeah. them down. They were denim. They were shorts he yeah, was wearing. So he was wearing denim jeans. Denim jeans. It was full Levi's this man had on. Uh, and big heavy boots. Big heavy boots. A belt buckle made of the Titanic. Uh, <laughs> the iceberg. The I- no, that, that came out better than the Titanic Oh, it did, did actually. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> um, but, I mean, Florida man's escapes are not amazing, is what I would say. Um, he's also very seldom fif- work. He's also 50 years old, so quite impressive that he got away on the sprint and then yeah. also got away on the swim. It's a lot of like, it's a, he's got a mini triathlon thing going for himself here. He's been training for years. He's just waiting the archery round. <laughs> There's no archery in a triathlon. No, there isn't mine. <laughs> We've been over this. No, there's archery. There's a You're discus. thinking of the Winter Olympics and they do multiple sports. A normal triathlon does not include archery. Does it include crossbows? No. What about discus? It just it's just swimming, running, and cycling. Okay. So to okay, try. So, so <laughs> if this man had a bike, he could have done a triathlon underneath thing. the water. Maybe a pedalo. You know, it's gotten all rusty. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, and it's, it's a duck shape, and it's just like slowly going down. <laughs> um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's weird news. What a week of weird news, Connor! Would you like me to take us out? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesdays. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Shoutouts, of course, go to Waffles, the Marvelous God of Thunder and Syrup, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Sean Chuckin' in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Helmroos, Lil Dicky, Come Stay Where the Dog Men Play McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, The Fabulous Frogman, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Sackman41, Frost and Buster. Thank you all so, so much for the continued support. You're all absolutely amazing. Head on over to the Patreon if you'd like to access our extra content like movie and TV show reviews that we put up there. Um, link to that in the description or it's patreon.com forward slash here's for hire podcast. There's also our merch store link below, here's for hire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilment's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. Think so. So I've been Connor Lola. I've been Sean Neal. And we shall see you on next guys. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.